0: This is the Drunken Comedian podcast with your host Matt Hoss. Hello and welcome to episode eighteen of the Drunken Comedian podcast. I'm Matt Hoss, and I have a lovely episode for you this month. Um, I hope you've been keeping well. Uh, I hope you've been enjoying the summer sun, and I, uh, I hope you have a couple of beers in hand. And I think of this podcast. Um, Unless you're driving and you listen listening to this podcast, don't drink at the same time. That's not cool. Uh, however, um, in this episode, we have a really awesome guest. Uh, a guest I've been uh, looking forward to having for a long time. And we, we recorded this uh, about a month ago. Uh, and yeah, it, uh, this is a podcast which requires a bit of context. Uh, firstly, this episode is with the amazing Lee Kyle. Uh, co-host of uh, which is the best podcast uh he used to be a wrestler he's brought out a book about his wrestling experiences he is um he's one of the uh big names in the in the northeast uh, circuit and he's uh he's a very uh he's a very playful and kind of uh Somewhat puerile act on stage, however, his routines are very um, amazing and uh, they, they kind of have a matter of fact about them. Uh, uh, another thing about Lee is that he also dislikes uh, all that stuff I just said about Lee. He would utterly hate that. I don't think he would like the, uh, the kind of the pretentiousness of uh, how I've, I've just come across. You know, he, uh, I think Lee uh, just likes it a bit like he wants to go on stage, he'll be funny. And if you've ever seen him perform, that's what he does. Lee's a very intimate and intense act, and he's one of the best compares I've seen work at Room as well. Uh, if you do get the chance to see him, I'd recommend you do. Although, I did ask Lee to, uh, you know, if you would like to, uh, if you would like me to plug his Edinburgh show. He says that uh, he didn't want you cunts so... I would I would go there just you know just go to a show but sit there belligerently and just with your arms crossed okay um, and that kind of um, that kind of comment is also a very very Lee thing to do because I think within the context of this episode um, Leo has a podcast called Which Is the Best uh, and in episode uh, a, a couple of episodes ago um, Lee. Um, on the podcast uh, mentioned that I he he saw me going on a date with a girl and talked about that story and that also is brought up. Also there's a bit of a running joke that uh Lee kind of uh kind of takes the mick out of me and that also comes up as well. And uh we also discuss uh, Lee's career, his other jobs, some other questions, and it's it's obviously like a very funny uh podcast. There is a there's certainly a dynamic between me and lee and i want you to take it on board as a playful one because uh, there's some things he says which taken out of context might be seen as a bit 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 hostile and very in like very aggressive however i assure you that well i, I hopefully lee, lee wasn't being serious about that but uh, uh yeah just take it in good stead and i think i think it's a very funny podcast and i hope you enjoy episode 18 of the drunken comedian podcast I hope you're ready for a podcast today, and I hope you're ready for what we're about to say. I you're come your bus or train, because we're going to go straight inside your brain. Get ready for the podcast. Yeah. Hope you're ready for the podcast. I bet you're ready for the podcast. Yeah, yeah, I, you're probably ready. Enjoy the podcast. It's, it's a very chilled out uh, interview anyway But well, I might make it tense
1: Yeah <laughs> You don't know well, well, welcome to the Drunken Comedian Podcast, Lee uh, w- What is it you want from us? Uh, it does I, I feel a bit... Hello, by the way that, Sorry, um, for anybody listening I like Matt Hoss, I do I think you're a very nice boy, Matt And I saw you on a date with the lady the other day uh, Yes I was, I was proud of you I th- like, Well, come, well finish your sentiment and I'll but, come back to this You will know this, Matt That... Um, you're quite hard not to bully yeah <laughs> you know what like because we um
0: we went uh, i did some of your tour dates in kent because uh, i helped put some of those and uh kent. yes yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um and uh the thing is like i real i realized that this is like symptomatic of my whole life because like I, I'm quite bullyable, mm-hmm. I think, I
1: don't, I, I don't know what it is, can I we? I think, well I can, yeah, I please can p- tell you. Yes, please do. You're too eager to please.
0: Yes, Which yeah. makes... Hence why I'm doing a podcast.
1: Uh, yeah. Um, you're clearly a nice person. Yeah. And a helpful person. But there's no part of me thinks you're good at having a fight. <laughs> <laughs> so those two things mixed together, as well as various other flaws that you have. Yeah. You know, just... P- I think p- there is a part of you that people just go. Who's this prick? Yeah <laughs> And I don't know what you can do about that, Matt, but I think what you <laughs> should do is. Weaknesses are strengths there. Yeah. you should find a way to turn that weakness into a strength of yours, into a sort of marketable thing, like, oh yeah, I'm the comedian who people bully, yeah. <laughs> I can make your thing.
0: Like, I can go on stage, like, people who uh, are kind of nastily hecklers, they can just take out yeah. all their anger on yeah. me, and then the, the comedian. It'll come mean on. you have a lot of bad gigs, yeah. but other
1: comedians would really like you, yeah. and you get a lot of work, you could go on first up pretty much any gig, and they'd yeah. go, Get it out of the way with this prick. Yeah, I go. Yeah, I will. <laughs> like it's like a general amnesty for a gig.
0: <laughs> I'm <laughs> <laughs> like the comedy Jesus. <laughs> You're a comedy amnesty. Yeah.
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> well, this is the best start to a back.
1: <laughs> just instantly like a re- 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 revelation. I Don't even mean it. I just there's something about you, Matt. I'm yeah. Like, it's like Nick Cranston's the same where Yeah. I'm quite a nice boy and polite most of the time, but when I see you and Nick, I turn into. A lot of boys in my school yeah. <laughs> I think I'm punching down because I would punch down on Oh uh, I was never bullied, don't fucking stupid.
0: <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, as I said, like, um, throughout my teenage life, that happened a lot. Like uh, I used to work at McDonald's, and uh, people used to like, tend to make out of me quite a lot, but like, in a playful way. Uh, but again, I'm very bullyable, but I, I, I'm glad we <laughs> kind of uncovered that now,
1: because yeah. it's something that always bug me. Like, I, I think what you need to do is start walking in the rooms and punching the hardest looking bloke <laughs> like, He will kick your head in, but eventually it will go, look, don't fuck with that, he's mental. <laughs> So as opposed to being voluble, just be outright like crazy. Definitely. Yeah, yeah, that's what you do if you go. If you go into prison as a small nerdy man or something, yeah, that's what they say. They say you've got two choices: you can keep your nose clean, but if anyone ever starts, you've got to fight back or you're dead, right? Yeah. They're, they're not going to leave you. Or you've got to go in. Uh, if you're a little bloke who gets a life sentence for like, what would a little ner- pedophilia? That's, <laughs> that's what we're doing. it, <laughs> right? little nerdy bloke, but just going straight away, um, get it get a sort of chiv behind the throat yeah. of a hardest bloke, and they rip his throat out. No-one's fucking with you for the rest of your time. And then you be quiet and then go, yeah, he's quiet, but watch him. <laughs> you know? So there's my advice if you go to prison for your crimes. I mean, we're not even five minutes into this. <laughs> I, don't, I, I just want to say, I don't think you're probably a paedophile. Like, I have said that a lot. I just, I, And I'm not the sort of person who thinks it's funny to call people a paedophile. That's not my sort of humour. I'm quite sophisticated. But I do think it's funny to call you a paedophile, yeah. specifically. <laughs>
0: Well, let's kind of like let's uh, like uh, reset this whole conversation in the fact uh, because that in in the in the way that uh, so this this started off as a joke. um, uh, I had to explain this to the girl I went on a date with. No, with a girl. uh, I I, I, above the legal (laughs) age dare I say, but uh, (laughs) but so. so, um, she actually listened to the podcast where you talked about us going on a date because, um, just to highlight, uh, uh, Lee has been talking a lot about my life recently on uh, which is the best podcast. Uh. Uh, I
1: just, I find it a
0: fascinating little thing, you know. That is so interesting to me because I'm like, like the, the eagerness to please angle is like, please
1: tell me more. Like I think I, it's because of how bland you are. Am <laughs> so, I bland? So, no, no, I just no, think... No, no, no. There's no. something adorable about you. It. It's like you're a pet. Yeah. <laughs> so so... <laughs> It's like you're the pet of our podcast. Yeah. It. And I'm sort of pleased for any of your achievements. Like I was like, oh, Matt's out on a date. Everyone I've told about it, which is a lot of people because i a gossip about it, oh, isn't that nice for them? I'm actually really thrilled by that. Yeah, of course, you are because they're eager. <laughs> <laughs> like, this is, this is the root of all your problems. Yeah. You should be like, well, I'm not a pet. What are you talking about? I'm a grown man. But you oh. went, oh, like a little, so
0: hamster <laughs> in I think it's also, that bullyable comes into, like, a lack of
1: self, like, no dignity, if you know what I mean. So, like, you can't afford dignity in your kitchen. Yeah. <laughs> like, you can't. It would be a mistake for you to have dignity. <laughs> and at what point would I have dignity? As well? I don't know what this dignity would be based yeah. on. Like...
0: Hey, I'll tell you what, I'm a pet hamster for the Which Is The Best podcast, that is the highest accolade. <laughs> it's not bad, is it? Is like, alright? It's
1: alright. <laughs> Potty award women. Yeah. Which Is The Best. <laughs> is that, is that uh... well, It's not a real award, Matt, but yesterday I put out episode 116 and throughout the blurb, I made up that we won some awards at the yeah. podcast awards, which I don't think even exist, yeah. but I made them quite reasonable awards, you know, <laughs> I didn't make up any daft ones, so it was a joke, and yeah. I just did quite, so a lot of people have been congratulating us for it, so I've realised you can just claim you've won awards, yeah. just so, you just accept it, so yeah, know, we um, won um, Best Weekly Podcast at the Potties. Yeah, <laughs> well done. Thanks. <laughs> we nominated in um, Best Double Act, Best Theme Tune, and Best Comedy Podcast as well, <laughs> but that uh, was just nice to be nominated. Yeah. <laughs> But it's, uh, the thing is, you could, like, uh, try and do something like that,
0: because, like, essentially all award systems, like, just... Someone has to make them up. Yeah, exactly. It's all just made-up things. So okay. I'm just going to cut out any of the middlemen yeah. and just claim all the awards. It's <laughs> nice that in the awards that you have created that you haven't even won in your own category. If you well,
1: have it me. was more... I wanted yeah. to keep it believable. Yes. We won one and, and didn't like, win some others. Like, like, that's good. That's life, isn't it? I thought, to be honest, I thought we should have won. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, guys! But we didn't. Like, <laughs> Who won then? Who? Oh, I didn't. That is this what you want? Matt Hoss's
0: drunken podcast man. I mean, not even I would say that. But like, uh, <laughs> well, you won. You won, Matt. Well done. Yeah. You've got a potty for <laughs> now. You can't have won best podcast. That's ridiculous. No, um, it's too much. poddy for well, best interview podcast.
1: No, no, by no means. Okay. No no, right. You've won a potty for best hoss. <laughs> <laughs> Out of all the... Oh, I'm getting a phone call, here yeah, from... Um, I don't want to brag, from um, the Stand Comedy Club, yeah. Mm-hmm. But I'm not going to answer it because I don't... It. I never answer phone calls. I hate They'll just wait on... They'll, they'll, I hate phone calls. They will just email us eventually and then I'll go, yeah, I am going to do that Get am booked for. <laughs> That's what it is. <laughs> Did I get booked by now? know? Fine. Just saying. <laughs> Sorry, do a podcast. No, no. I just got distracted That's by okay. the phone
0: thing. Um, I think we had we opened up a lot of uh, can of worms, wormholes, wormholes.
1: Yeah. yeah. Um, so let that's uh, no. Well, I think you know. Will well, we try to be a nicer man for the rest of this, Because I don't no. even mean any of this. <laughs> I think they're all right. I'm not. I've got to apologise because I am not drinking alcohol. I'm sorry, Is but I've second. got to do a gig and I am a professional. Yeah, it's quite okay.
0: I, I'm drinking some Estrella because I'm. Uh, I've uh, had alcohol in my life. Yeah, yeah, I
1: know. I've got into whiskey. Okay. But I hate it. Uh, uh, but I've been trying to get into whiskey because. I'm of an age now. Yeah, and I've got two globe bars. Right? Yeah, I, yeah. And in one of the globe bars, we didn't need to buy two, but it's a, you know, it's not an interesting story. Uh, I've, so I've bought some a decanter mm-hmm. for whiskey. Because I like the idea of getting in at the end of a long day and pouring it and loosening my tie that I don't wear. And yeah. it and go, oh. But then I just drink the whiskey and it just tastes like poison. <laughs> it's fucking hot. And I've had loads of different whiskeys everywhere I'm out now and yeah. then. I drink, I'll go, I'll have a whiskey. And they'll go, okay. I kind of go, just one I've never heard of. Yeah. And they all taste horrible. Yeah. Ultimately, I think I prefer Prosecco. <laughs> You're coming after a long, hard day. Oh, it's been a tough day. Loosen the tie. Shake <laughs> 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 it like yeah. you're a uh, fucking... The have on, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> right, right, let's do a pro- okay. podcast. I'm annoying myself no, now by how much I'm derailing this.
0: It's okay. Well, this it's very loose and we're just like... Uh,
1: no, add structure.
0: Okay, <clears throat> I'm going to ask you some questions. Uh, well, we have talked a bit about your podcast uh, already, which is the best podcast. Yeah, uh,
1: yeah that's S- my idea, that.
0: Yeah, uh, so where did you get the idea
1: from? I just thought of it. Cool. Okay. Uh, and uh, <laughs> that is what. Yeah. not uh, when I have ideas, which don't happen often, they tend to come in bursts. Yes, I they just do. Go back, and then I go fallow for about three months, and then yeah. some more ideas come. And that was an idea. So uh, let's 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 jump on that. Uh, so uh,
0: I've been around you when you've had lots of ideas, like that burst of ideas. It's annoying, uh, isn't it? Uh, it was actually fascinating to see how that works. But like on um, on like uh, let's say.
1: It, what, kind, what percentage of these ideas actually get uh, produced and made uh, or eventually I think most of them because okay. once I've got an idea it doesn't matter whether I will be good at it or not I've got to do it because what else is going to happen <laughs> to this idea if I don't do it like I mean I don't know when I'll get rid of some of my ideas like the one about making an album might take yeah. a while <laughs> but I'm definitely going to make an album honestly. I can't sing and I don't have musical ability but I'm going to make an album uh, could you give um, our listeners a quick taste of your vocal range you... right I, am, I would say I was a falsetto performer <laughs> like that, my natural singing language, yes but, yeah. but it is I have been banned from singing on my podcast um, but you haven't been banned on this podcast I haven't and the one that's just gone out this week Sammy was keeping Sammy Dobson which is the best podcast She's very much the Barry shit piece to my Nina Kunk. I think she is um, she was keeping score and she decided at the end whether I was allowed to sing again I wanted to show my impression of Mark Morrison but then when I got to the end and I was allowed to sing I forgot what it was I was going to sing so I I didn't do it so I will do it on this podcast yes please do this isn't my natural singing voice Mark Morrison do you remember Mark Morrison? I don't uh, you'll (laughs) know you lied to me when you said you never turn on me you lie to me But I do Yes I do ooh, ooh. Return of the my ma- Oh my God Return of the my ma- Oh my God Return of the Oh my You know what I'll be Here I am You lie to me what you say you never turn on me That is my best singing <laughs> And actually that wasn't bad But I think it's because This crew's got a nice echo <laughs> <laughs> So i have got to make an album um, Yeah I do Like I think the three The show I did at Edinburgh last year and the show that I'm currently doing around the place, I had three good ideas in it. Yeah. I think. And the rest of it was alright stand-up, but I think I had three really nice ideas. And they all occurred to us instantaneously, like in about a one minute burst. And, like, bam, bam. and I thought, well I'm gonna God I'm fertile, I'm gonna have so many ideas, but then yeah. I didn't have any other ones. Yeah. So yeah, I don't I'm not gonna force an ideas. Yeah. They just come and they tend to be odd. And then I tell other people them and they go, Don't ever do that. Yeah. And then I do the ideas and they tend to be alright, because it turns out Got a comedy? Yeah.
0: <laughs> <laughs> so uh, that's another thing I wanted to ask you about. is because uh, you're currently doing your tour called Folly at the yeah. moment, or, or where you've, uh, you've been going around the country. Uh, and the whole idea of this tour is, uh, you know, uh, you're not famous, but you're going to do a tour no,
1: anyway. It's and a stupid idea, isn't
0: it? N- but you, you say that, but it's actually, uh, I think it's a great and very admirable idea. You know what I mean? You've, uh, you've made... You've found work uh,
1: where... And you've given something a go where there was nothing there beforehand. Well, yeah. I, I've re- I think loads of comedians, and I understand it, especially the ones who have been going for years, have all the, oh, God, it's not like it was. We're, and you go, yeah, but it's at the point now where there's a lot more comedians and a lot less work. Mm-hmm. So I think you'd be crazy to go, I'm just going to wait to see what I'm handed. Mm, yeah, I, okay. I, I can't afford to do that anyway, really. And... Most importantly, it was just an idea I was about to do it. Mm-hmm. And I was having a tough time earlier on, because I had a few gig, few of the shows in a row, which are ones that I thought were a bit riskier, where mm-hmm. I went, I may not get a crowd there. I yeah. had a few in a row where there was either a small crowd or not much of a crowd, and I was like, OK, fine. And, but it's really picked up, actually, yeah, recently. Yeah. I think I, It was just a question of timing, where anyway. the riskier gigs were all near the start, a yeah. lot of them. And, like, yeah, it's been... I had 32 in, no. I've... Another two this week. Mm-hmm. There wasn't demand for them, but I was just going it's to places and I thought I may as well put one in. So yeah, I'm doing one in Manchester and Redcar. Okay. Um, yeah. And I did the stand in Edinburgh last night. Got that filmed. Yeah. And it was nice. Yeah. I, what I learned is the reason you don't do two as if you're not famous is because it's really hard to sell tickets. Yeah. To be honest, I think I knew that in the first yes. place. But what? Here's another thing I've yet to learn about myself that I should know, that you you don't change in a short time period. Yeah. Like when I put these in in September or October or whenever, I thought, well, by then I'll be a social media whiz yeah. or I'll be brilliant at contacting the press and I, I, and then you don't change, you're still the same fuck up you were. And then, yeah. and then you get to that place and you go, oh, I didn't, did I? Yeah. <laughs> I'm just <laughs> still an idiot. But it's, but kept us in... You know, are, are you happier for doing this tour? or? Are you oh, yeah, I definitely always do it. Yeah. I, think, I think I would like to do it every year in yeah. different sizes. I wouldn't do the same size next year. I w- I've used this to learn which of the venues are better bets than other ones. Yeah. But, yeah, I think so. But, as I say, like,
0: um, like taking that first step is um, the biggest risk. And you've learned um, which places to do, which places to um, um, maybe leave uh, or try a different venue. And uh, and you're also building your um, your... Uh, Lee Carl in different places as well. It's about right?
1: people finding people who like you, isn't yes, it? Yes, exactly. Right. Kind of... Like last night, obviously, those people who came because they listened to the podcast, the people oh, who came because yeah. they'd seen us before, mm-hmm. and, but all of a sudden, was a number of people who just came because it was a Wednesday night and they wanted to see some comedy. And yeah. the hope is you can turn a few of them into people who come to see you again. That right. is, you don't, whether that happens, I don't know, but I had a really nice gig, and that's all I can do. Yeah,
0: and you know, uh, well, I think. Um, it's commendable for any comedian to book their own tour and do it. So, yeah, hats off to you,
1: man. And, uh, Especially when I don't even deal with stress well. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know why i oh, oh. So, how do you deal with stress, if at all? Tablets. Yeah. <laughs> Didn't used to be tablets. I used to deal with stress by. hiding. Like, I had a, a few months spell last year when I was a proper mess and I was just. I wasn't even doing much work because I wasn't, I couldn't bring myself to seek gigs because I didn't want the rejection. Yeah. <laughs> that's not yeah. a, but then it turns out if you just get these tablets, mm-hmm. everything's kind of good. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah, I'm all right now. <laughs> and they went, why don't you get some cognitive behavioral therapy as well? They, no, I know what's wrong, yeah. but these tablets have made us not bothered about it. Yeah. that's that's enough. <laughs> uh, well, as I say I'm glad
0: that you found something that makes it work for you as well, and um, this also links into uh, back to the podcast as well, because uh, uh, not to get too much into detail, but like uh, obviously with the podcast, um, you've done 116 episodes now, uh, which is weekly, and uh, you, lot, you and Sammy are by far the two most honest podcasters
1: I've ever listened to. In my We've life. had to edit some things out, yes, but not much. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> to be honest, a few. One was. Some things Sammy have said that are just a bit horrific. Yeah. Um, some were... One was a, a sexual peccadillo of a semi-famous comedian that was yeah. said that we thought, actually, this isn't fair on him. Yeah. But we've left even a lot of slander, are to be yeah. honest, about what we don't know? Oh, yeah, I, like, I know it that. could get into tr- genuinely could get into trouble, but we're both not good with filters. Yeah. That's something I need to learn, because I'm a terrible gossip, and I've had to learn to not give secrets away. I'm yeah. It's <laughs> <laughs> not malicious, I just... Yeah I don't know I think it's probably I think for approval I like want people to go Oh yeah great He taught us a thing yeah. So I've had to learn that But yeah, yeah
0: Sometimes probably too honest But Lenigan, um I think that's one of the strengths Of the podcast though I think is Because um, you and Sammy Are both uh, very honest and open And like not just in a uh, in a a comedic play which you are which I think one of the funniest things I've ever listened to uh, is in the first couple of episodes you talk about uh, uh, as a child you are in a bathtub with an erection with a and uh, you you use a piece of
1: poo as a uh, I pooed in the bath when I was about I don't know three, four, five I don't even know but I had a little (laughs) stot on on me dinky and (laughs) I remember very clearly I must have been over three because it was in the house that me mum lived in until she died and and we moved there when I was three, and I had an erection in the bath, and I had a poo. And I don't remember the poo treated to go out of the water, but it must have. And I remember <laughs> playing with this poo like it was a ship. And my penis was a Statue of Liberty. And the poo was taking um, people to a new life in America. And I just, I don't know what age it can possibly be. Is the point where you know about that, but you don't know not a poo in the bath. Like, I don't... I don't know how that's feasible, and how you know about the Statue
0: of Liberty yeah. as well. <laughs> but yeah, I mean, that's... I mean, I remember listening to that. And I was by myself, and I genuinely, it's the most I've ever laughed at a podcast. Because <laughs> 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 I like, no one like that is such a, a, a honest level of like uh, like you're being so clear and very uh, you leaving nothing to the imagination, and it's so endearing to watch. Well,
1: that. it's sort of it started as a very lighthearted, frothy podcast. That was yeah. the whole point. It was it's such a simple, simple idea of. Deciding which is the best between two things with the same name yeah, and that's like to me. That's there's no depth in that Yeah, but it turns out if you're doing that there's not that much to talk about Mm -hmm. really although there is sometimes we go quite in-depth Sometimes we don't something. It's just a structure for a thing Uh but when you talk to somebody for and record it for an hour or so each yeah you're gonna end up talking about stuff and it turns out I think we've both got odd brains yes. and that people who listen it turns out a few of them have been in touch and went god I thought that was just me I'm really quite glad about that Yeah, but, but, but also her life's odd as well mm-hmm. so I think yeah. she's got so many anecdotes yes. that it's just it's so strange like she's done a lot of things she doesn't think she has she thinks she's wasted a lot of her life but I don't. Yeah. it's just not the case she's yeah. had a very interesting life you know but I would say it's the same, is, is same with you. You have
0: loads of amigos as well. And I think um, the best thing about the podcast is how you both, the dynamic between the both of you, if you know what I mean, like uh, how you react with each other is uh, like a brilliant... I think we've got
1: very similar senses of humour. Yes. But also, um, we don't... Agree all the time by any means. Like I don't think there's any fear of disagreeing with each other. Like I think she's an idiot on a lot of things and yeah. she thinks the same. I can see her get more and more perturbed every time I have a zany scheme. Yeah. You know, every <laughs> time I go, I've got this idea. I can just see her just look at us. But then when I do them, the ones that prove to be good ideas, she does go, "Yeah, I was wrong. That <laughs> was actually a good idea." But some of them, like she just gets furious at. every year I, uh, when I show her me Edinburgh title or yeah. poster, <laughs> she Just gets more and more annoyed at how shit they are. But. <laughs> Gnash <laughs> you know is not the boss of
0: this man <laughs> well, I, I can't believe you didn't go for Lee here now.
1: It's uh, so a good title. It, isn't it is, it's really good. I, I really like coming up with any of my titles, and then I always pick the wrong one and <laughs> you have to have a shit title for a month. Like, I, I don't. I immediately hated last year's title, Somewhat Adorable Man Baby. I don't think it's a good title. Didn't mm. like it, felt a negative. I liked it on the year before, even though a lot of people hated it. Which was and the. Like, I came here to burn this place to the ground and make a table, but I'm all out of the table making equipment matches, which I did enjoy. Yes. But. Uh, I mean, just <laughs> trying to flip that onto a flyer. <laughs> I, mean, I like annoy people. I like annoying people yeah. Not everyone, just the wrong people. The sort of people who would get annoyed, I like to annoy. <laughs> as I say, you have a lot of stuff. You've <laughs> done a lot of stuff in your life as well. Uh, I don't think that's necessarily true. I know. I, well, I've written... Uh, if things sound better written down, though, you know what I mean? Once you have a list of things, everyone's done stuff. But most of me life, like most of everyone's life, has been a boring trudge where I am sitting in the house watching telly. <laughs> you know? That's what mostly I do. <laughs>
0: well, let's... Uh, are you watching, Do you watch Netflix at the moment?
1: I've just got Netflix, because yeah. I'm quite old, Matt. Right. And I thought Netflix was going to be impossible. It was... You know, you reach a point sometimes when there's one technological thing happens, and you go, uh, it's too much, yeah. I'm lost now. <laughs> yeah. And for me, it was... Um, what is it called where people used to download stuff and then you used to have to download stuff? Torrents. Yeah, yeah. I tried to download some torrents what, and I was like, this is, yeah. I have no idea. Yeah. And I thought Netflix was like that. And then I got it a couple of months ago and it turns out it's just the telly. Yeah,
0: it is. the it? telly.
1: But I've, I watch it, but I'm not, I'm not getting into any long-running things okay. because I haven't got time. Yeah. And I, I don't have the patience and I'm still trying to watch all the episodes of Prisoners of Logic again yeah. on YouTube. So, like, you know what I mean? I've got stuff to do. <laughs> You're a busy man. Yeah, but I'm not... You know what? Plus, as you know, I'm needlessly contrary, even, <laughs> to the detriment of your own life. So if people go, oh, have you seen this on Netflix? I go, it's shit. Yeah. And I'm not watching it. And you've never seen a Tom Cruise film? Never. Yeah. Not on purpose until recently when I realised, Yeah, I've never watched but one but now. Why break a trend? You know. And every time I do that, every time someone, I I see I've never seen a Tom, people always go, but well, what about this one? you go, I haven't seen any of them. Yeah. That was intrinsic in what I said. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, you were also a wrestler uh, in your 20s. Yeah. Bored of about wrestling now. Okay. Uh, I mean, no offence, Matt, no, it's no. not your fault. I understand why you would ask, but... Every interview I did for this show, people were like, oh, is it about wrestling? Tell us about wrestling. You go, that was it. You just go, oh, I don't want, I've nothing more to say about it. But to be honest, I, didn't, I wasn't
0: 100% interested in asking about the wrestling, but I thought I'd mention it. Yeah, people always mention uh, it. It's done. Move on. <laughs> but I would like to mention uh, the book, though, because like, uh, you wrote
1: a book about your experiences, right? So uh, how did you start with writing that book? I was writing a show yeah. about wrestling, and the book was just a way to make me start writing in the morning. So I'd write half an hour between nine and half nine mm-hmm. of the book which was actually just me writing the stories down yeah. so I could make a show out of it. And in the end, the show was okay, but the worst bits in it were the bits about wrestling. Yeah. <laughs> so, you know, I only did it once, and I was yeah. like, I'm done with that. And um, I realised it was halfway to being a book already, so yeah. I just made it a book. And I think it's all right, actually. I think it's quite funny. I read some of it the other week, and I went, oh, I've, you know when you'd forgot stuff you write? You'd yeah. go, I've not got a bad turn of phrase, yeah. actually. It's all right. It's all and, right.
0: Everyone I've uh, talked to is, who has read it has gone, you definitely can
1: hear Lee's voice in that, which, which is uh, great. It's what tell. I tried, actually. Yeah, it, it is very much written like our talk, which yeah. isn't positive or negative, depending yeah. on, <laughs> on anything. But I just think, yeah, it's, when I used to write stand-up, it wasn't written like I would speak. So yeah. when I first started, I would write really long form and I'd read things out. And it wasn't. Yeah. I don't write like that anymore. And, it was, and I thought, no, I don't want to write a book that. I want to write a book that this is me talking to you yeah, yeah. i don't know if that's a plus or what but that's what yeah, it is i think that's a great voice to have as well uh, that's what I, I i don't know why you'd write any other way yeah <laughs> unless you're writing you know other people's speech or you're writing mm-hmm. a play or something but i just i don't know what it just
0: made sense but i think uh what you um, a lot of people do struggle especially when they're new to writing is to kind of find what voice to speak in but i think you speak it sounds ridiculous, but you speak in your own voice so fluently, and like you, you know what is uh, uh, how, how you come
1: across as well. I, I say, I don't think that's true. Okay, no, I was talking about this with Al Branson last night in a car, not bragging, I go in cars, and um, we're talking about when people find their own voice in yeah. comedy. And he was saying, Well, you're, you clearly have, and I don't, that may be true on stage, it may come across as what I'm like, but I don't know what it is. If that makes sense. like, I couldn't describe what <laughs> it is about what my personality is. Say. I don't know. I, I don't think I figured it out at all. So I don't have that bit where I'm writing. I think, oh, what would I think? I just I don't have that.
0: Well, actually, usually uh, for this podcast, I ask uh, people to um, uh, the question is uh, how would you describe your act in three words? Um, how would you
1: go about? What, what would you? What's the things you would uh, assimilate with yourself? I think what I do. And I don't know how to do it in three words, but i might edit it into that yes. later. But um, I think what i do well is i think i'm quite good with things that make logical sense but don't quite make sense yeah that makes sense like sort of things that do have a logic to them but they aren't actually quite what i think yes uh, i think i do quite a lot of that i don't know
0: I, I don't know i would say well maybe not a voice per se but i think that i think the best thing about lee Kyle is that you sexy. are
1: sexy
0: i didn't want to say that personally <laughs> yeah, <it's> but <laughs> <laughs> uh, there's just a lot of like uh, un- un- unspoken sexual tension. I huh? know. <laughs> uh, but uh, I think uh, just watching you, just I think maybe it's not a voice, but it's you yourself. You are 100% comfortable on stage. Oh, and that's just, well, I, that's, I find that interesting. Yeah. People say that me occasionally, and yeah. I don't feel that. Well, I I think actually um, when I watch you perform, especially at the place on like the stand, you're... Like just like uh, a natural tour de force, if you know what I mean. Like and like, I love watching you create new bits of material as well, because, as like you say, you you um you do find these uh, illogical
1: um logics, if you know what I mean. And uh, I don't have the fear in trying new bits. I know I think it's Danie's a lot of comics yeah. where they go, oh, I've got this bit of works. So I don't want it. Yeah, I'm not, bothered, I think I trust myself to be funny.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Um, occasionally that's backfire i have yeah. tried in the wrong place, but that's getting less and less. But I don't feel like I'm necessary, I can't, I feel comfortable on stage when I warm into when I was shown and I'm, yeah, yeah but sometimes on a club on a Friday night I don't like not anyone you can't always feel comfortable there sometimes oh, no, it's horrible. No. You know? yes, like, yeah. There's times I'm at a gig, especially if I don't know anyone else on or whatever mm. or I feel a bit of pressure and yeah. I think I can stymie myself. I don't I, I don't I think I know other people who are way more comfortable on stage than me so, but yeah. maybe I look more comfortable than them yeah. maybe I'm good at the con yeah. that, <laughs> yeah. I don't know well I think
0: you you do as well uh, I think maybe that's what it is uh, but outside looking in you you look um, I don't know you, you're able to just knock it for six it's really strange because it's the opposite of how I feel myself yeah.
1: <laughs> <laughs> well it's, I think that says a lot actually but um, I think if um, big daft cunt <laughs> in three words <laughs>
0: <laughs> you know what Fair enough. <laughs> um, I'm going to ask you some other uh, bits and bobs uh, for the question. Um, okay, um, uh, what is
1: the worst gig you've ever done? Oh, right. Um, it was until recently, and it's not a particularly interesting story, just one I did a big night out in Leeds okay. in 2010. I was opening Stag Hens. I was way too new to be doing it, and yeah. I just one of them ones you look at your watch and you've done seven minutes and you think fuck me i haven't got anything left yeah and they, they, oh, it was horrible but i've recently played that gig again for the first time since then and in my head it was an 800 seat there uh, where they were all staying at us angrily i went in it was like 120 seats and everyone was fine yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know and it was uh, i'm not but probably again a really nice a really nice gig i did middlesbrough town hall yeah christmas 2013 And just i don't know it was a it was a christmas gig so it wasn't yeah but well, it wasn't impossible by any means and they're just nice set up a lot of people in it's a town hall it wasn't rough and yeah. i just went up i could sort of feel something happen as i was walking to the stage i don't know what it was and then they just hated us on site and yeah. then i just made it worse and worse and in the end it was the first gig i did after i gave give up my job as well oh yeah and that was sort of the first <laughs> i sort of left my job this week I think. <laughs> That was the only real laugh I got. I <laughs> know oh, I ended up getting off early. going, look I'm just gonna go now. I don't wanna, yeah, spoil your night any further. And yeah, it was just people were booing and everything. I was Shit! Like, oh. Do people genuinely boo? In a couple, like, I was, um Ray Peacock was the compere. Oh man! And a couple of people booed as I was walking off, and he sort of wasn't having it. He stood up for us a bit. Oh no! Okay. But I was just, a rich, I was, I came, I was like, I don't know, like, I, I just, it was awful. Like, yeah. It, it, I mean, he might have. offered a had to find a couple of people outside here. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he came off and he went. Well, I could see how some of that would be funny on other nights. <laughs> 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 I'll do. But yeah, like some, like sometimes after like a very
0: mediocre gig, if people go was all right. It's like,
1: that's, 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 that's it, you know, yeah. it's, it's right in the nice spot. And I sort of went a bit mad after that. I was in a time where I was changing my set and I picked the wrong time because it was Christmas. Yeah. And then we went on holiday to Budapest over Christmas and it was, I didn't really like it. It was a really nice hotel. It was more than we could afford. I don't know why we ended up there. It was the one the Grand Budapest Hotels based on, so it was proper oh, wow. swish. And like, yeah. this is, we must be sending money we won't have. And, but it was also really depressing because Kia didn't want to be away for Christmas, so it yeah. was a bit of a battle and um, we what in a room which while obviously quite swish was in the middle of the hotel so there's no natural light getting in i just wasn't sleeping and i read johnny Vegas' book while i was there yeah and that persuaded me that yeah fucking stop having a set just go on and make stuff up so i yeah. got back and my first gig back was and uh, this is fucking ridiculous new year at the hyena oh, in newcastle man. which yeah. it's not there anymore but that's not an easy gig oh no george zak was on was making him in the middle and george was on and he just did 10 ten, fifteen minutes of tried and tested and stuff as you should. Yeah. But my brain was just somewhere mental at that point. And I remember thinking, Look at him do it, he's set like a cheat. So I just went on and I thought, I'll just gonna riff, yeah, and that was fucking awful. Yeah. And it was I think that was a long road to me going, You need to sort yourself out now. Yeah, yeah. And I sort of have. <laughs> <laughs> I think you have. Um, yeah
0: but that's me saying that. So, yeah. <laughs> yeah. you would say that. Yeah, just
1: whatever you like. Anyway, next question.
0: Um, well, you mentioned your uh, job. Like, uh, what's the worst job you've ever done?
1: I've only done shit jobs. Yeah. Um, I was a caretaker for nine years. Nine years? Yeah. Fuck me. Yeah. Except, uh, whereabouts was that? Um, it was in a church hall. Yeah. I was the only person who applied. I had no caretaking <laughs> skills, but. It was at a time when I needed a lot of time off because of Kia when he was younger. He yeah. was a bit mental. And, um, he was a bit mental, he's autistic. Yeah. And he quite, he's like a really nice lad, but he was a difficult child, yeah. so it was like part time. It allowed us to wrestle and then do comedy later on, so it was. Yeah. But I hated every second of it. It's the job I dream of when I'm. Um, you know, when you're having a nightmare and I'm yeah. back there and I'm like, oh God, and some people would shit on the floor and I had to what? clear the shit up and. A heroin addict died in a bin once, it was near a needle exchange, and I used to get wrong for not picking the needles up. I'm, like, I'm not picking the needles up, I don't give a shit. Imagine being like, that is, that caretaker has been so unreasonable, why
0: is he not picking up those heroin needles? <laughs> oh, I hate it so much. I hate it so much. Um, I've got some new questions right, I oh. want to try out on you. Uh, what is the, the, the furthest you've gone, or the weirdest uh, thing you've done to
1: gain new material? I don't think I've ever done anything weird. At that. Okay. I'm not a storyteller, yeah. so I don't... Like, I know people who have done stupid things, like like George Zaki, who about before. I'm pretty sure went and did a comedy competition in, um, I think, Hong Kong, with the last of his money when he didn't have a house to live in a few years ago, just because he thought a story would happen. Yeah. And I, <laughs> I'm, get, I'm trying to get better at telling stories, but, disappointingly, I haven't. I, I just think this stuff. Yeah. I don't... Want, Plus, I, I like to be in the house. I'm not, yeah. you know. I'm not gonna punch myself in the head to, 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 till I half die to go I'll tell you, about the time I punch <laughs> yeah. myself in the head to like I just think of things, which I'm sure one like some comedians will do in the do mid. it,
0: do it. <laughs> <laughs> uh, you can create the fringe a name for that show. Punching well. myself in the head. <laughs> um, here's
1: the one I wrote just for you. What's the worst thing about Queen? There's a lot of bad things about Queen. Um, The worst thing about terrible rock band Queen, um, beloved by all squares and people who think... People who like official lists of things, and it's always the same things, and they can't have the imagination to think for themselves. The best songs are Bohemian Rhapsody and Imagine, even though they're both shit. They're both dreadful drops, right? That sort of person. You know, the sort of person who... They like music, but they only like official rock music. And they like... They don't mind music by black people, see, as long as it's black people. Off Fifty years ago, and they've died now. <laughs> you know what I mean, like yeah, they'll, I know, they'll have yeah. classic soul, but oh, you put some rap music on, they're like, "Well, what is this?" And they go, "It's because you don't know." But you're now a boring old cunt. Yeah, out, yeah. Isn't um, the worst thing about Queen is the sound. Like they should be good, if we're described, <laughs> right? Yeah, yeah, flamboyant band, um, a bit silly, flamboyant, silly, over the top band, um, fronted by a Lebanese homosexual in the eighties and said, that should be good right yeah. except it isn't except everything they've ever done is awful <laughs> that's the only thing stopping them how awful they are just absolute dross I fucking hate I can't tell you how much I hate Queen um, I really- fuck nah I hate them so much awful sh- oh, oh Brian May can you play your guitar really well yes I can well Can you stop proving it? (laughs) So fucking guitar solos. Does anyone? I hate people who like guitar solos. What? Bands are at their best when they're only a bit good at playing their instruments. As soon as they go, actually, I'm really good now. Like, oh god, this song's gonna last eight minutes, isn't it? In seven minutes, they're gonna be you showing off. Yeah. Just here's the thing: couple of verses, bit of a chorus. I don't know why any song has to last more than two (laughs) and a half minutes. If it's not good by then, it's not good. I can't wait to listen to your album. So. It's going to be brilliant. It's going to be like um, the Supremes. <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, what is the first thing? Age Queen. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> what is the first album you ever bought? I mean, this is gonna uh, the first. Like, right, I mean, that depends in a way. Um, first album I loved as a kid was the Toy Dolls album when I was about three or four. Uh-huh. The Toy Dolls were a sort of Comedy novelty punk band from Sunderland they had yeah. a big hit with Nelly the Elephant oh yes but yeah. Um, I, yeah I had one of their albums when I was a kid and I've realised my last two shows have ended with one of their songs but I didn't yeah. even do it on purpose yeah I just, yeah, just realised that later on but um, the first one I bought for myself would have been the first Kylie Minogue album <laughs> on tape <laughs> and then the first CD I bought I think was Life's rich pageant by RAM yeah. from a market. Have you always had a thing for Kylie Minogue? Yeah, I used to argue with Andrew Donaldson over who she fancied most when I was about yeah. eight. Yeah, yeah it wouldn't be him, and that's annoyed us but Andrew yeah, got- is uh, is someone you went to school with. Though. Yeah, he was the head of my gang. Yeah. He's like wearing his <laughs> gang. i remember I was, he'd run around the corner he'd go, Hey, and he'd say something like, Oh yeah, Andrew's right. <laughs> but he was cooler than us at school because he used to we used to wear a uniform and he just wore jeans. Oh. Didn't give a shit. I, don't, know, I, don't know what I, he's up to now. I think you might be my Andrew Donaldson. Like, no, because that would make you me, and I'm not having that. <laughs> you're Edward Gregg. <laughs> oh, no! Except that you're Edward Gregg. <laughs> I don't want to be Edward, Edward Gregg. You're Edward Gregg, mate. Who's, uh, you love me. trains. Although now, rather it's, wonderfully, he works with trains now, and he, he loves trains so that's much. Nice. Yeah, now he works with trains. It's nice, isn't it? I mean, I'm Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I bet he was keen to please as well.
0: Uh, well, what's the worst thing you've ever done on stage? Hmm. It could be like a, a moral
1: thing, or a, yeah. uh, um I remember... This isn't, I don't think, worse the right word, but I remember doing a gig for Johnny Kellam and Mark Smithhurst when they were at Newcastle University, He was doing a gig there. Yeah. And I was on last night, not bragging. And um, I think I'd gone mad again. And <laughs> they introduced me, and I couldn't cope with it, so I walked the opposite direction out of the room. And then they went, where's he gone? And then they had to go and get us. And I made them stand next to us for the whole of the gig while I was on stage because I didn't feel right. <laughs> That's odd, isn't it? God, <laughs> oh, I'm so much more sane now. This is making me sound like a nutcase, but yeah. years ago, and you know, I can't, I just can't do it. I just can't do it. And uh, um, yeah, I said fuck at a kids' gig the other week. But that was an accident. And I also decided, and this is a nice idea right, I decided that I was going to do a director's commentary on Tom and Jerry oh. <laughs> at yeah. this kids gig and I just got the sound tech to just put an episode of Tom and Jerry on at random off YouTube and neither yeah. of us checked and yeah within 20 seconds Jerry was blacking up. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> Imagine I explain that to the kids. <laughs> but that's all you stood at this show now, even the parents were lonely.
0: But and that's, well, that's another thing um, I wanted to chat about and uh, another string to your bow is that you're amazing at kids comedy as well. I'm not uh, amazing at you it. You are, you very are. Dead easy kids comedy. But it, it is for you because I think you're uh, you're very, uh, you're extremely talented. No, me? no, you're it's just because
1: you all worry and no, that, it's that, hard. I, not me personally. <laughs> but Everyone, the, everyone's all kids comedy. Uh, the fucking children, what are they going to do? <laughs> 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 oh, they don't like it, why do I need their respect and nine? <laughs> Oh no, this is rubbish, you're nine. <laughs> I could knock you out. You know, I I so uh, you, you haven't even got a lass. <laughs> I don't respect them. And I think that's what makes it e- easy for us. Let's go up and just like have a dick about and be horrible if need be and yeah. That is that says so much about you. Like about how you work in comedy, you know what I mean? Just kind of like uh fuck yeah like. well I don't think comedy deserves respect I think that's a lot of comics <laughs> problems like, I don't mean disrespecting like, but I think there's so many comics who are so into comedy yeah. that they feel they owe it some sort of thing and that they don't want to let it down yeah. like, they're only a prick on stage cutting out like an arsehole you yeah. know what I, um,
0: uh, and I think this is a testament to how you work Like, uh, I, I, I remember uh, when we, we were kicking in Rochester and I started writing stuff on my hand and you were like don't do that and uh, you know what? ever since I was like yeah, I'm not gonna do that because, like, what's the worst that's gonna happen? Like, you forget I, something, yeah, and yeah. you say something else. And like, 99% of the time, I don't
1: check my hand anyway. If you yeah. know what I mean? And uh, and I'm, you know, I'm funnier when I'm just hitting around. If you just know what mean. I like it doesn't matter. Like, I think I was much better when I, I, used to have one of those vibrating watches. Yes. And it broke, and I thought, oh, I better buy a new vibrating watch. But instead, what I do is I just wore a normal watch. Yeah. And comics worry so much, like, oh, what, what if, yeah, what if I can't do over runner? What I do is right. Get this. I just look at me watch. <laughs> <laughs> you know, you don't... The worry of God, but well, you can't look at your watch. Turns out you just can just look at your watch. You, you Nobody d- gives a fuck. You know, I- I, I'm, what I'm trying to, uh, starting to realise a lot more, like, uh, when
0: you're a new comedian, you actually set yourself some kind of weird mouth, like, some kind of parameters, or you like, some false faux pas, it's like, oh, you can't do X, Y, and Z, but, like, you're doing a shit gig, if you know
1: what I mean, like, <laughs> that, like that should be the thing you're focusing on, being funny. Like, the whole point you do this is because there isn't loads of rules, I hate all the fucking rules, and I don't mean, like, treat people well and stuff, yeah. of do that, but... You know all this. Oh, you shouldn't do that. You shouldn't do that. Who oh, says? Yeah. Absolutely do that. Stand-up comedy in this country, in the form we do, it's a relatively new thing. It's not something that's set in stone since the seventeen hundreds. Yeah. Just do what you fucking want. The alternative comedy, such as it is, is a thing that sort of because of a lot of people went. Now we're going to do it this way. Yeah. And then they did. But you don't have to do it that way either. You can do whatever you want. Yeah. Exactly. Like if I want to go and sit and have a shit, I can. <laughs> I, I won't. I don't want to. But I can. You know, like people can then choose to tell the police or not. Because but I can do it if I want to. Like it's not all this. Oh no, you have got to do it like this, and got to do this, and you've got to be respect. Right? I'm not going to name any names, right? Because it's not my story to tell. Yeah. But somebody of an age um, got in touch with Gab Webster a few years ago. You know, Gab won the Comedians' Comedian Award. Thing? Yes. Yeah. And then the next year, there was an award that he, he added to it under some duress, I believe. Yeah. I think it was his idea. Yeah. Of an uh, award for like a lifetime achievement award yeah. for comedians who have be going since the eighties or something, yeah. right? Yeah. And there was a list of them and somebody got in touch with him and um, was talking about his credentials, that he was there at the start and that he said and how dare you treat him with this disrespect. And Alternative comedy is, correct, if I'm wrong, especially that, that was meant to be some sort of punk movement. Yes, exactly. In, was, there's yeah. nothing more despicable to me is that when someone who's supposed to be rebellious wants respect. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, <laughs> you shouldn't give a shit about being on a list y- of a lifetime achievement. Y- yeah, exactly. Yeah. I'd want to be off it. Yeah, I don't want a lifetime fucking achievement. I want a potty. Yeah, <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> we all want a pony. <laughs> Thank God I got best horse.
1: <laughs> <laughs> and it's just pathetic, isn't a it? Ridiculous. But yeah, oh, yeah. Oh, why am I not on this lifetime achievement? I'll tell them I want to. Fucking yes, get over here, I'll that. Fuck, hey, yeah, you just a prick. On stage, saying some words.
0: No. <laughs> i say, I think, um, I, I, I wish more uh, comedians would take a leaf out of your book. To yeah, God, uh, God, me too. I'm, what uh, a trailblazer. Ima- imagine, imagine that.
1: Uh, wait, we're getting No, uh, while we're on that, though. Uh, yeah, go on. <laughs> I think some comedians are pricks, and I think we're special. And that's not yeah. special, right? Most aren't even good, and I include me in that. <laughs> yeah. I hate when you see act when acts going to a comedy club and just be rude to the sound techs here. Oh yes, fuck yeah. you! you they actual people. Yes, with a skill. <laughs> yeah. and they need to, they're employed because they need them there. We could be any other comedian. Yes. Who yeah. the fuck? Even even taking that out, who do you think you are? Like how dare you? Ah,
0: oh. fuck off! And I, I hate when people um, are rude to the bar staff as well. Yeah. It's just like why
1: like. Like, there's no need for you to be like it's that. It's because they've been told they're brilliant for yeah. so long. Mm-hmm. But they've forgotten that actually they're just mediocrity, stealing a living, like every comedian. Yeah. <laughs> all this thing, oh, that comedian's a genius. No, they're not. They're yeah. not. I'm sorry. Like, we're all just idiots trying our hardest. Every single one of us has moments where we're on stage and people go, that is brilliant. And you go, fuck me, I can't believe that. That given us money for this, and I just thought of it in the house, yeah. and then I said it. That's all it is. Yeah. That's all it is. And there's people who are better than others, of course, they are. Yeah. But none of us are untouchable geniuses. Yeah, yeah. And I don't say that as someone who won a potty and was nominated yeah. for three others. You know what I mean? So I'm pretty good. But there's like, I was, I was, doing the, I was on at the fringe at the scene. I was Daniel Kitson. Yes. Guess, right. So we were. Well, I, I actually thought room. about this. He was in a green room. He was on five minutes before me, and people kept. He kept saying like. Um, He's the one who, in that environment, everyone thinks, oh, God, what a genius. Yeah. yeah. And he's just saying, look well, on, Daniel, you need to start now. And he's like, well, I'll start in a minute. I'll still finish at the same time. I haven't even got a real show. It's shit, this. Yeah. If he doesn't, you yeah. know what I mean? Imagine how shit he would be if he thought of himself in the way that you will think of him. Yeah. Oh, this is what we're around. God, I am brilliant. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. You can't live like that. We're yeah. all just fucking making up and trying my hardest. Yeah. Why isn't that enough? And
0: I think uh, that I've, you mentioned that story to me um, before in the past, and that's actually resonated with me a lot for, like, just, you know, uh, don't take it so seriously as well. Uh, well, I think they're guilty of
1: that. I think they're yeah, yeah. too big a fan of comedy, yes. don't
0: they? And, uh, and, you know, I, I, I definitely am. Uh, and uh, I've been trying to deprogram myself in the last... Well, in the last year or so, I've
1: been really trying to make it It's important gr- to have experiences, because then what do you write comedy about? But, and I say that as someone who specifically said I don't write comedy about yeah. my experiences. <laughs> but but, but things feed in. Yeah, that's the thing. Like, uh,
0: I, you know, I, I, I do love comedy. However, in the, in the last year or so, I've, just, I've taken... I, you know, I, I still like, watch shows, but not, I,
1: I just can't be as much anymore, you know? <laughs> like, so much of anyway, I think it's what I want to watch, is yeah. it? Yeah, it's like work, if you know what I mean? I try to watch some stuff on Netflix, and I think there's some very good stuff, but there's so much that I just left us cool, not to say it's good, but I just, I don't, and this is such a generalisation, and obviously take that as threat, right, but Yes. so much of the American stuff on there doesn't grab and, I, and I, I'll tell you why it's because the things that people like in that sort of American comedy the stuff that gets on Netflix in general yeah, is the slickness and the not having any fat on the bones and that's not yeah. what I want I like faffing about I don't want yeah. bang 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 joke 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 I can't watch any of those sitcoms that they're writing a writer's room where they're like yeah. oh it's a joke every ten seconds you go oh god I can't be bothered <laughs> I can't be fucking knackered you know but, but I think there's an important
0: because like I remember when my friend watching Aziz Ansari uh, like uh, and like it was literally just like da do da do da do, and that's you know it was just there was, it was just like there was nothing no engagement there whatsoever. Yeah. It was just a guy saying jokes. You, an audience
1: didn't have to be there. If you know what and I, mean. it's just, I don't know. It lacks some sort of heart. Or risk. Yes, I it. want the risk it can go wrong. Yeah, like I just not for me. I want to be have unimpeachable success till the end of time. Yeah, but I like other people to go wrong. Yeah, <laughs> like. Frank Sidebottom could never have been an American comedian Yes, today. yeah. Or even like Harry Hill. Yeah. It wouldn't, this, it wouldn't make any sense. It wouldn't, yeah. It would all have to be edited down and just like here is the funniest bits and go like, God, really? Where's the bits that maybe only 3% of the audience will laugh at yeah. that day? Which I think is actually an important thing. I think they're the people that you really resonate with. Like I used to watch Lee and Heron a lot when I was younger. Yeah, yeah. And they had stuff in and looking back it was just observational stuff but it was people observing things from my generation, which I'd never had before, and I was like, yeah. oh god, like they'd mention crazy crockos, yeah. my, and go, no one's ever, and you know, and I, I was like, alright, oh, okay, and they weren't getting big laughs for all every bit, yeah. but if you can put a reference in that a small amount of people will get, but they love, to me that's better than something everyone's going to get. And uh, have you done that in within
0: your shows as well, so, like a niche references with people have... Yeah, uh, definitely, uh, definitely. What things do people... Um,
1: um, as part from the toy boxes. Uh. And not necessarily even jokes. Like when I did, I used to be in a sketch group with Sammy and a couple of other people. And um, I mentioned, they said, don't why are you mentioning former Newcastle fullback Barry Venison twice <laughs> in this show. No one will laugh. You know I did? I mentioned it twice. And it got small laughs. But two people came to me after one of the shows and went, I love when you said Barry Venison. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah, it's, yeah. It's worth it because it's not detracted from the rest of the show. That wasn't a big punchline. That was just the thing I was seeing in a list of other things. Yeah. And I think that is. Nice and I like to have sort of lists of stuff where I'll mention a somewhat obscure name. And so someone goes, God yeah, I remember that and I think there's something in that. And that person will definitely remember that
0: as well. Uh, Um um, so, uh, as I say, uh, you uh, obviously do uh, which is the best, and we've previously had Sammy on... Uh, yeah, she got
1: a two-parter, could uh,
0: have Well, you had to leave relatively soon, Lisa. Well, I just said that.
1: Uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, I'm going uh, to ask you some quick fire which is the best questions, okay? okay? that's fine. I mean, I'll just do before format, mate. That's fine. <laughs> yeah, if, uh, if you think that's okay, I'll do your format of... Telling people like great because you're you if you want in my podcast. <laughs> Please do. <laughs> Go on then. Okay. Um, Bear in mind the format of the podcast. Like, it, we're not. It's not really even about which things are the best. Like, I'm not qualified in this. Uh, Go on. I
0: thought you were an expert. I,
1: don't don't, don't yeah, reference don't reference sorry. Go on. <laughs> deal with them. I, I,
0: okay. Toured, as in gone on tour, or third.
1: Mm, that's not close enough.
0: Teward, Teward, uh, yeah, okay, fair I'm enough. I'm not doing that one. <laughs> I th- I've
1: lost confidence in this bit. Go so. on, no, go on, go on, go on. <laughs> okay, how, how about Ratchet or Ratshit? That is quite good. See, because that was funny when I was a kid when yeah. you saw Transformers and there was one of them was called Ratchet. Yeah. Was like, There's no way they've done that on purpose. I fucking loved that. But what? Do you mean the character ratchet or the action two ratchet? Um, I think the, the pellets of ratchet. Uh, 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 sorry. Um, no, I know that. I mean, what was the other one? What do you uh, mean I by ratchet?
0: I think the, the tool. Uh, but the, if you want to throw in the transformer to the
1: mix, I don't. Ratchet <laughs> is useful because you don't want rats in your house, uh-huh. but you do want to spot that there's rats in your house. So it's not a full negative, right? Ratchet. Of course, like I don't want ratchet in my house. Yeah. I've got rats in my house. I certainly want the evidence that rats in my house. Yeah. Uh-huh. So, I and the movement to ratchet, I don't really know what that is. So, the other one?
0: Okay. <laughs> ratchet, it is. Uh, um, okay, uh, misery or Missouri. That is quite
1: nice, actually. Yeah. Right, what do I know about Missouri? Oh. Nothing. Yeah, it's in the south. Missouri. Missouri. What's the capital of Missouri? What places are in Missouri? Oh, I, I'm quite good at geography, but I'm, Missouri, I'm a total blank. Mm. It's annoyed us. I keep thinking of Wisconsin. Yeah. Oh. Ton- so, misery, the act of being miserable, or the film misery. Because I watched the film Misery once, and the bit that most people are scared of is the bit where she smashes his feet yes. with a hammer. Yeah. But my worst bit was when she injects him. because I, I, I don't like needles, but I used to properly hate needles. Yeah. And I watched that at a friend's house, and then... I walked home and at one point I was blacked out because of that. I felt really ill I really? blacked out. And then I came to and I was in the middle of the motorway. Yeah. Oh my god, that's so awful. So, Missouri wins. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs>
0: and uh, finally, this is uh, possibly the best one uh, uh, horse, as in Matt, f-
1: horse, the animal, or horse, as in <laughs> throat. I feel like horse is being shoehorned into that. Um, but you yeah. were a top horse I can't argue <laughs> that. You are poddy
0: award winning.
1: No, potty award. <laughs> you won not top off at the poddies. <laughs> like, I can't. I mean, I, I, it wasn't my choice, but you did win it. I yeah.
0: can't
1: <laughs> deny that. Um, horse. I've got a new bit about horse racing. So that's useful to me. But I think but it's a negative. I don't really like horses. I don't hate horses. I've no strong feelings with horses. I don't like being hoarse, I don't think many people would, mm-hmm. but some people find it quite sexy when a lady is hoarse, yeah. like Mariella Frostrup, oh, or um, um, Phyllis off Coronation Street in yeah. the 80s. Oh, Percy. <laughs> like, oh, I love you, Percy, so She <laughs> had blue hair like old ladies, which I recently found out I, I wasn't even... You know a blue rinse? No. no. Oh, you don't really see blue rinse now. You see a lot of ladies with like a sort of light turquoise-y blue hair. Okay, you yeah. see that? Like yes, old ladies. Yes, yes yeah. And it turns out that's not meant to be that colour. That is just a sort of blonde hair dye. Okay. But a lot of some people's hair that goes blue, and then old ladies just ended up just dyeing their hair that colour and then just go, ah, I yeah, love that. Yeah. And there's a little hair fact. Um, horses. Horses A ragged bone man Came around the other day To my house oh, With a horse like a And I had never se- I hadn't seen one For at least two decades Oh my right? god And it was as I was having friends round For the first time yeah. In years and years <laughs> Like Sammy's common So that's fine But <laughs> David Callahan And Hal Branson Were coming They're quite well to do And I thought That'll just It had gone with him when they arrived But I thought That'll absolutely Confirm everything They think about yeah. me that, Of course the ragged bone man's round <laughs> And he had a horse Yeah um, But I would say Hoss is the best, because that's what you want us to see. No. Hoss is the top hoss, mate. Yes.
0: yes. Thank you. I needed that validation. <laughs> uh, just to note for the podcast, Lee's face was grimacing as he yeah, made that decision. Uh, I was a pedophile.
1: <laughs> we didn't even finish that explanation, by the way. Because you were a pedophile. And yeah, institutionally racist. <laughs> what, what does your mother do for a living? Uh, she's a police officer. And what is the police? Institutionally racist, and you were raised by a farmer. There's no way you're not institutionally racist. And also, for
0: a long time, you
1: accused me for paying for sex as well, which uh, I don't know why you brought that up. But you did make a video saying you didn't pay for sex, which what I liked is you put that on YouTube and you didn't put enough context in so that didn't sound like a police accusation that you were then denying. (laughs) you're going to have to delete that when I get yeah, just <laughs> like, look I don't yeah. I just want to say I'm not a paedophile <laughs> you know like if I ever get famous and the future, say Jill this I, is wouldn't, I wouldn't worry about it okay
0: <laughs> I'm not a paedophile just for the record mm. uh, you know what uh, people actually from the podcast have actually come up to me afterwards and go oh you're my host of "No, like, that's not me <laughs> 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 that's not okay <laughs> that's really funny I think uh, uh, Chris Ball found me on Twitter. And goes, oh, a pedophile on that
1: horse. I was like, no. <laughs> Can I just say, everybody, that uh, <laughs> this is making our podcast Sam quite pure. Yeah. It's right? actually more depth with it we hardly ever call Mattos a pedophile. I mean, it's once a weekend. Yeah, but only for a few seconds. We don't focus on this fucking idiot. We've got this. Do. <laughs> Sammy was in Fin Lizzie, man. Was she? That's was one. with Fin Lizzy when she was eighteen, we trying to fuck her. Uh, yeah, yeah. Um, so uh, we're gonna wrap up relatively soon. No, we're not. We're not gonna wrap up relatively soon. <laughs> no nah, I'm, I'm gonna miss any gig. God, <laughs> I, <can't be laughs> I hate doing gigs. Uh, do you actually? Sometimes I hate. I hate going to gigs. I hate the moment as you arrive into the building and go. Oh no! But then I'm alright.
0: Yeah.
1: I hate. I just assume everyone's gonna hate us. Yeah. <laughs> That's a very healthy way to. Uh, it's how I live my life. Yeah. It. <laughs> it's based on a lot of people hating us. Okay, like is that like? Don't try it. Don't do this, Matt. And now at your face, do they like? Mm, I'm gonna delve deep, like I'm Stuart Goldsmith. <laughs> Fuck off. Okay. <laughs> so, are you happy? Fucking lickers out. <laughs> okay, cross out that question. I'm doing a I'm doing an interview. i so late. Tell me about your mother. She died. Is that what you want to hear? Okay!
0: Uh, so, um, I, don't, I can't. Ask end- us another question. Right. Um, so, uh, uh, fans of this podcast, they uh, they really only tune in for one thing. They don't. Have really, they got a name? Uh, no, they haven't got a catchy name. Uh, what, what would you call mm. them? Maybe. Uh, uh, on, the, on the descriptions, I call them Jager Podders, but I'm not sure if that's exactly. That's rubbish. Yeah, I know. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I, I, I've never said it out loud
1: before, Lee, obviously. Uh, but Matt um Nat. Yeah! <laughs> I'm not, I'm not naming them. I don't like them. <laughs> Pedophans. <Pida> <laughs> hey, That's not what we're going to make the cut, hey, is it? Hey, fans.
0: <laughs> <laughs> That's not okay.
1: It's fine. It's okay, fine. so um, everyone's a bit of a pedophile. Except me. <laughs> Everyone else is a pedophile. That should be an end uh, fringe title for you. Well, it's sort of true, isn't it? I wouldn't have to have a law against it. <laughs> Carry on. <laughs>
0: I think that's the best thing, and the worst thing you've ever said. Um, so, uh, uh, we're going to finish with this, because I, I think this has got out of hand anyway, but... uh I swear. Uh, you're fucking... What, one day you're going to get, get the, the... I do the, this, I'm trying to get, bring the spark. You're you? going to get the rap in that horse. That's so what, what gonna, I want,
1: <laughs> mate, I think it would do you good.
0: <laughs> and bottom off all this rage, you know. Uh, 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 but. We, uh, we at the Drunken Comedian Podcast um, We like to have a live signing on in, in, So we want to hear what your autograph sounds like So uh, can you please sign
1: on the, on the line here I've got a good autograph Yes It's a novel autograph for me Because I don't sign many autographs now of course But yeah. when I was wrestling You'd sign a lot of autographs Because there was a lot of kids in the audience And they all wanted yeah. to have little posters And they'd get one everyone's autograph And quite often they'd come to you and go Were well, you on it? And yeah But you know, this means a lot to you then yeah. <laughs> This is my autograph so. And that is a balloon there, Matt. On, oh, I this. see. It's not very, I'm not happy with that one. I'm going to do a smaller one under it. Because okay. I don't think I've so done justice to that. So it's a balloon on the end of the kyle. See, there's the little shine on the balloon. I see. Gone. I thought it was a really sad face. No, it's a little... Oh, it's good. Yeah. It's, 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 I used to be better at it because I used to do more autographs. Yeah. Like, can I see some of that autographs? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> That's what I Neil Harris and Julie Greedy. I'm going to them, did you? Sean am mm-hmm. Nice see. That's not bad. Yeah. Well, that's my first batch of autographs. I don't you're just doing this because you want autographs. No,
0: no, no. It's it's, it's a conceit, on and the Alfie Al- G- Maddox. Was he alright with you being institutionally racist? <laughs> <laughs> no. Uh,
1: so uh, Sammy said you're a bit better than horses as well. Yes. Like, do you ask the same questions? Yeah, exactly the same questions. Because I, I, I No one I, thinks you're better than horses. <laughs> Sammy doesn't. That's not a very good autograph. I don't like it. <laughs> Too much, great to meet you. Carl's said loads of times. Is I that know. A joke I, from yeah, the it was a joke. Yeah. yeah. I feel like this is. Can I do David Bedeals on this page? Yeah, David. Please. So. <laughs>
0: uh... This isn't illegal, right? This is definitely. <laughs> David <laughs> F. <F-ing
1: Badeal>. What? <laughs> and the star of David. Oh, it's what you, it's what you, just so you know, which David Bedeal it is. <laughs> David deal off of Judaism
0: <laughs> well
1: thanks that'd be like us spoil your book now about having David deal, yeah. because he hasn't unless you get him on it so <laughs> sign this page does it look it's... like yeah. this one because I'll save you the bother if <laughs> alright um, well thank you for coming on the podcast Luke. thank yeah. you <laughs> no I'm not saying that yeah. I had a thought there, and it's not about anything we've even discussed it just popped into my head and I'm not going to say it
0: what a startling end to this podcast <laughs>
1: odd thing
0: to think. Go on then. This no, could be... This could no, be no. No. I'm not doing it. It's too, it's too much. <laughs> All right. Let's just... Well, thanks for listening. <laughs> I'm, I'm not... I'm sorry, everyone. I'm
1: being over it. I mean,
0: this is going to be a tough edit. <laughs> that was Lee Kyle. And... <laughs> Yeah, there was um. There's a lot of stuff in there, and uh, <laughs> I I thoroughly enjoyed it. Uh, although Lee has this, it's this wonderful power of just, just he has the ability to undercut a lot of what I do as well. Uh, but a massive thank you to Lee Kyle uh, to uh, for, for coming on the podcast, and uh, he's he's a very uh, lovely man off stage as well, uh, and. Yeah, you can also find him on uh, social media at I'm Lee Kyle and you can also follow the podcast uh, which is uh, which is the best podcast I think on Twitter it's WITB podcast Uh, but yeah uh, that's if you haven't listened to the Sammy Dobson episode um, from a couple of months ago do check that out as well um, because obviously they're they're, uh, both co-hosts of the podcast and they are uh, very funny together as well I, I would I can't recommend their podcast enough thank you again for listening to this podcast if you are a fan of my work however uh, well I've got some cracking news for you then I hope you're a fan of my work Um, hopefully you're not just a very very uh, very dutiful heckler you you wait you listen to all these episodes and then just just to hate on me I I would respect that however I I hope you don't hate me uh, because I am doing the Edinburgh Fringe this year and I would love you to come along. I'm doing a two-hander with Nigel Lovell, and get this—it's called Lovell's Labour's Host. And if that isn't the, I—I gr- I can literally hear you groan. However, it's a um, it's a two-hand stand-up show. So we're both doing half an hour each, and this is taking place at the Witch's Broom, a brand new venue on South Bridge, on the 51 South Bridge, um between 7 and 8 p.m it's a very small capacity room however uh, we want to fill it out every single time Uh, it's it's a free show so just come along put some money in at the end and i guarantee you it's gonna be a lovely time and if you are up there if you are a fan of the podcast and you do want to hear a little bit more of the drunken comedian podcast we might be doing a live special up there if if you um if if request demands it uh, failing that, if there's any comedians who are going to Edinburgh this year that you want to hear on the podcast, I have a whole month and I, I really want to do as many as possible up there. So why don't you uh, get in touch with uh, with me at Drunk.com.pod on Twitter and Facebook. And you can just send me a message and uh, or uh, just let me know any comedians you love to hear on the podcast. And with Edinburgh, uh, we can actually get to back to the... Uh, we can get properly very drunk because... Every, you can walk home everywhere and you know uh, it's a lot easier to do this podcast at festivals i've found out um so you let me know who it is who you want to get drunk and in fact if you if you for example want to denote how many drinks or what drinks a certain person would have for example james acaster free sambucas you let me know and i will do my best to uh uh contort to your demands uh, anyway um i hope you've enjoyed this podcast uh Do check out Lee Kyle, do check out my show, and uh, if you can't make it to Edinburgh, do see my other shows which are available on matthoscomedy.com. I hope you have a lovely day and a lovely summer, and we'll be back in a couple of weeks' time with some more shows. See you soon. Bye!
1: Such a fucking cunt. They fuck you. I don't know why you have to be like that. Right? So <laughs> my follow you didn't get love off your parents because of were too busy um, shackling <laughs> black men and murdering cows.